0: You're listening to the Dermatology SOS podcast. I'm your host, Claire Darmody, and I'm joined as always by your SOSers, consultant dermatologists, Professor Nikki Ralph and Professor Katrina Ryan. And we're in their beautiful clinic, the Institute of Dermatologists in Ballsbridge. Today we're going to talk about treatments. Hello ladies. Thanks so much Claire. Thanks Claire. No problem. Very excited to get this new podcast started Um, and it is going to be about all things skin related. Um, We'll be talking about, I mean acne, psoriasis, eczema, hair loss, skin with men, skin with babies, um, all sorts of other things and it's just really to inform and educate listeners about the things they need to know about their skin. But you guys decided that you want the first episode to be about tweakments, um, which is a term I love by the way, but can you explain it to anyone who doesn't understand what it is?
1: Well, tweakments are just enhancing the way you, know, the, the way you age and, and your cosmetic appearance. And I think the reason we wanted to, to start with this one is because it's the vast majority of the questions we get. Um, and there's so much information out there, Claire, you know, we, you know through influencers, bloggers... I think people are bombarded with so much information and they don't actually understand what's what and what way they should go around thing, about things. So um, I, I think that was the, one of the main reasons we wanted to do the podcast, you know, to, to, to you know, maybe bring the science in a, in a more um, you know, informal way um, to, to the rest of the public. So you know, when they spend their hard-earned cash on, on, on their skincare, on their tweakments and
0: whatnot, you know, that, that they know what they're doing and they know what they're getting. Okay. Um, So it's really anti-aging. Tweakments are really anti-aging.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think we, we really want to describe the difference between uh, fillers and anti-wrinkle injections or, or Botox. One of the commonest questions I get is, you know, I really want to do Botox, but I'm really afraid I'm going to look puffed up. So I think people are getting really confused as to what a filler is versus what an anti-wrinkle injection is. So to just kind of educate people as to, you know, really, w- if they're looking to um, look uh, the best version of themselves, what they can do to, to enhance themselves. So I think it might be worth saying that before we go any
0: further as well, that um, this episode is a no point no way trying to tell people to hang on to their youth for dear life or anti-aging or anything it's just to kind of inform people and empower listeners really for the options that are available if you do want to put pause a little bit on the process
1: absolutely i think uh, and, I, and i often say uh Claire to my patients i'm not trying to make you look younger you know everybody knows that you're 40 or everybody knows that you're, you're, you're 60 we want you we want you to look the best you are for you you know enhance your features but look great for 40 or look great for 60 yeah in the same way as you know people like to dress well you know it it it, it, it is empowering and um, it does help your confidence um and and i think um you know this anti-aging thing or, or that term is something i don't like yeah. you know it, it, it's it's best face forward um or it's best lovely, body yeah. forward you know <laughs> um so I, I think that's part of it as well a lot of our demographic um here are women who are in their 40s 50s 60s you know often um professional men and women and, and 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 not professional but it's that age group when all of a sudden you know they they feel like they've aged aged 10 years overnight or whatnot. And it's affecting their confidence and it's affecting the way that they present themselves. Um, and it, it, it's that journey, you know, and, and um, it's not it's, it's not a magic fix or anything else. It's understanding the small things you can do, you know, to get on top of that process um, and look the best you can for you and then keep yourself there. You know, so um, I, I think, you know, th- that's a lot of what tweakments are about um, and,
0: you know, having um, the best appearance you can have for you. it's nice that you actually said journey do you feel that your clients come on a journey with you
2: yeah, I mean, it's not a one-stop shop. You come in, you get something done once and, and that's that's it. You know, I think the most important thing, and I spend a lot of time talking to uh, my patients about, is actually basic skincare and skincare routine. I mean, um, Botox is temporary. It lasts for roughly three to four months. But when patients come in, you see that they don't have a basic skincare routine. They're not moisturising. They haven't got a sunscreen every day. They're not using a retinoid. So they're not doing the best for themselves um, for overall, the glowy skin that you're looking for. So, I mean, my number one product is sunscreen. So if that was my My desert island product. I, you know, I'd want to just take that with me. Absolutely, (laughs) but as in, it should be you know, three hundred sixty-five days a year. I mean, the majority of your wrinkles, like eighty to ninety percent, are from UV exposure over your lifetime. So, if you get somebody to use one product, it would be every single day putting on a a mineral or physical based sunscreen. Um, You know, that's that's where you start, and then you can add everything to that. Okay,
1: and I think Claire, that's part of it. It's it's um, it's understanding what's going to happen with time. And, and getting in there ahead of it, yeah. You know, in, in you know, preventive. I, th- I think our our hero products are always going to be a really good, you know, zinc sunscreen and and some form of retinoid at night time. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes to the you know the the minimally invasive things, there is good signs now that you know, it, you know, doing. Very good Botox um, can have a pre- preventative effect, and it's much easier when people get in at the right time to do it. Um, same with, with um, you know, some of the, the fillers that we use, especially the biostimulating fillers that produce collagen. You know, once you hit that perimenopausal time, lose 30 percent of your collagen within five years and it's everything you can do to stop yourself breaking it down so breaking down your collagen and that that, you know sunscreen is a big part of that and then um retinoids skin tightening um you know certain lasers that can help build 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 your collagen so it's taking a global approach to things and you know it, it can be done with people you know for people with any type of budget i think this is a big sort of thing as well yeah you know it is a journey, um, and, and if you were Peter Pan and you never aged again, you got to where you want, you know, that would be fine at that point, but all of us continue to break down our collagen, so it, it's getting you to where you want to be and then keeping yourself there. You know, I, I know none of us are going to be ageless, but, um, you know, I, I think, um, you know, one of, one of the celebrity that comes to mind is, is Jennifer Aniston. You know, the way she aged was in such a natural way. Mm. Maybe not so much lately. Not so much lately, I would say (laughs) we'd all agree on that. I think she must have changed her dermatologist. But (laughs) but having that really natural look, but always, always, you know, keeping on top of it
0: as Mm. time goes on um, and doing the right things, but always being conservative and subtle. Okay, so um, you mentioned the age and I was going to ask, you know, in a second about when you'd suggest people get started. But I have to ask because it's been talked about so often in the last 18 months, the idea of because I know you used to live in the States, Katrina, and it's probably very common over there. But the Zoom boom, um, this idea that we're all looking at ourselves on Teams and Zoom mm. and Skype. Um, and I feel like the hairdresser mirror always did the same thing. And I spent plenty of time yeah. there, I can tell you. But have you had a bit of a surge in people coming, looking for all the things you've just described because they're looking at themselves on screens or seeing the double chins, the crow's feet, yeah. the fine uh, lines, absolutely. the not so fine lines?
2: I think the one area that, and I don't know if it's your patients, certainly my patients, is with the mask as well. We're looking at everyone from like the bridge of your nose up. And loads of my patients have just said like my eye area, my eye area my eye or what can I do for these creppy fine lines uh, under the eyes so creppy now, not crappy cre- creppy skin that kind of <laughs> that, and that creppy and yeah. skin with those really really fine lines so you know a lot of people would say like can you just put botox in there but that's not the right thing to do like botox really is for your upper face now it has multiple other uses but that's where we would concentrate it so your your lines between your eyebrows your your yeah. forehead lines and the crow's feet around the side but you do need to target those fine lines and wrinkles underneath and the more botox you keep doing just to your crow's line and don't look at this they get a little bit worse so there are lots of other treatments that you can do for that area like uh, platelet rich plasma uh, exilus 360 which is a combination of radio frequency and ultrasound um so i have loads of patients in the last year and a half really, really? picking out the eye area for sure and, and it's funny I,
1: I feel like the jawline is you know so many the chin, the when, double you, chin. when you bend down oh, and yeah and, and, and i chin, think it's the, the way yeah. we sit yeah you know when you're on a, a conference call mm. um and you just see it at a different angle plus Some of the platforms, particularly Zoom, is very unflattering. So people actually do look worse on it. Mm. But I think part of it, and I found myself doing it as well, it's not just when you're talking on it. When you see yourself on the panel listening, and you you, you go, oh my God, do I really look like that? Mm. And it actually can be, you know... Quite, you
0: know, <laughs> shocking, jarring, j- jarring. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. And I, I feel like patients have been traumatized. Have come in and gone, oh my <laughs> god, I didn't realize I look like this. But I'm watching myself every day on conference calls, and I can't bear to look at myself anymore. They turn themselves off in the ca- in the camera thing. Yeah, um, and it's not just women; it's 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 men as well. Men go on about the, you know all they can see is their double chin. You know they're they're they're, they're on they're on the <laughs> conference call and whatnot, positioning it differently. Um, but yeah, I think there's been. So so much time for self-scrutiny. People are inherently so critical. But there's never been a time we've looked at ourselves so much. Like typically, if even, for me, it's not even in the bathroom mirror anymore. You know, when I run out the door, I, I check my makeup in, in the, car the car mirror, mirror. as yeah. I, you know, as, as I drive, you know, to the creche and whatnot and run off. People who are sitting at home on, on um, uh, you know, doing video calls all day. It's all day long, so it really has been really tough for people, and I really think it's affected people people's confidence in 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 a really detrimental way. Um, So a huge amount of what I'm getting, and maybe I have a slightly older uh, patient demographic as well, but it is lower face my jowls you know my, my whole face has dropped and um, my neck i can't bear my neck my neck is so old you know what can i do so we yeah we've more than anything in the last two two years so i don't think people are necessarily coming in wanting more you know more spending more money on themselves. yeah it's yeah. that they're addressing certain areas that they can't bear to look at anymore
0: that they never thought of really before yeah. so they're kind of being presented with oh maybe it's it's worth having a, a chat about what we can do and as you said, it is a bit constant, and it is tough
2: to take for yeah, all. Mean, the, and know. there is some really dysmorphia the there as oh, well. Absolutely, and then yeah. you move yeah. on. And we've yeah. had more time to, to look at Instagram. Um, and yeah. you know, people have had more time off. Um, and when you keep looking at, you know, the, what they pictures. call it really kind of aesthetic blindness, where if you keep looking at at something like the big lips, for example, with the Love Island and things like that, and um, they actually did a study, uh, Kate Goldie in in London, um, and she looked, she gave five five pictures uh, of people with different size lips, uh, you know, from kind of thinner to, to larger lips and everyone pretty much picked number three in the middle as being kind of nice and normal and then they showed pictures of really really large lips like really kind of distorted large lips and then they gave them the same five pictures back and people actually 20% picked a larger lip really? so if you're used to kind of constantly scrolling through something yeah. and looking at it then you think that's normal Yeah, it's, so it's a- adaptation yeah. and they they see it's a huge deal for young girls for because younger they people. just see this
1: coming yeah. coming coming down their, their news feeds all you know big lips big lips the big lips and, mm-hmm. and someone with normal lips looks in the mirror and they see these little skinny lips yeah. Looking back at them, because compa- mm-hmm. it's all comparative, you know. It, it you know. So, and um, that has fueled a lot of it too. I, I completely Absolutely. agree. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the sort of images we're b- bombarded with every day as well. Um, and I think that's much more. um the case even for our younger generation. Yeah.
0: Mm. We might chat a little bit more about that a little bit mm. later, actually, the the fillers on the, the young girls. But back to the anti-wrinkle injections mm. or Botox. I call it Botox. Am I allowed to call it Botox? Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, Botox, w- w- in Ireland, um, Ireland and
1: the UK, they're very strict about not using the word... Botox or botulinum, botulinum toxin because it's a medicine, mm. and you're not meant okay. to advertise medicines and um, mm. a, a, or market so you medicines. You have to say anti wrinkle injection. So there should never be the, the word Botox or botulinum toxin on any um, social media platform. You know, from somebody who is a you know who's using it, um, or on their websites.
0: Mm. Okay, They are very that. Strict, yeah, yeah, strict on that.
1: Yeah, you know, not everyone complies, obviously, but um, yeah. So and it causes confusion. You know, as Nikki said, people aren't sure anti wrinkle could be to get rid of any wrinkle so they don't um b- but it, yes, yes i think it inject means...
2: that line and it'll disappear okay but that's not how it works yeah yeah okay mm-hmm.
1: so that's where the confusion between i think botox and fillers happens but when people talk about anti-wrinkle injections they're talking they mean botox, botox. Yes. okay yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: so um you talked about katrina people in their 40s um and i know a friend of mine and she said i can share the story went mm-hmm. haven't thought about getting botox for a long time went to a very highly recommended doctor in dublin and <laughs> she said to her which i was surprised um I very rarely would recommend Botox for anyone under the age of 40, but you could drag a credit card through those lines. Um, so she went for it, she said that to her. Now like, she's a great sense of humor. And this is in probably, at the time, in her mid 30s, very, a little bit like me, young face, but very expressive. Because I know you guys talked about the sun, but it is if you're a chatter oh, and you're absolutely. a yapper yeah. and a laugher, and so you're, you're going to are... get. And
1: genetics. Yeah. Genetic yes, so you're going to get neutral. quite a strong line. Yeah. So
0: mm-hmm. anyway she went for it, it looks fab, she gets it done every three months, and we'll get to how often to get it done. But when would you guys recommend someone should start?
2: It just depends on the person. I mean, yeah. you know, you're, you, you have, like, you, dynamic lines. So when you're making your expression, you're moving, that's, that's what you see. But then over time, they become static. And then when you're at rest, you see the lines. So if you're looking in the mirror and you see these lines, or you feel your makeup's getting stuck in it, you know, you put it on, and then you yeah. see, like, three or four lines across your forehead, and you think that that's what you want to do then then that's the right time I and mean, when we start really losing our collagen from our late 20s so for some people who are really really it I mean I was the same but I didn't actually start getting Botox until 35 but I should have been having at 25 when I look back at the really? photos I, I saw a photo the other day of myself at 25 and as you said I could have run a credit card through my. so <laughs> th- like but I actually didn't start until 35 so when Katrina starts doing it for me uh, so <laughs> when she told over. me I had to do it so um, but absolutely like it's it's it depends on the person you know what I mean and I, I gesticulate a lot with my hands you know what I mean I'm just one of those kind of people, um, but it makes me look like a more rested version of rested myself. Is and a great, word absolutely, to and what, use, what really yeah. annoyed Fresh. me was when the makeup would get stuck. That really annoyed you know, by lunchtime. You're there, nearly rubbing it out, trying to to refix it. Yeah. So there isn't an exact age if you have those I, I would deep a point, lines. You know, not
0: recommended. Any under forty is unusual, though. Oh, I yeah. absolutely. Well, yeah. it's totally individual. You know, yes. it really
2: is. Yeah. There are some
1: people who have. Uh, you know, I w- and I was 26 when I started and um, which at the time in Ireland would have been considered very, very young. Yeah. Yeah. Um and, and the vast majority Since of our, our Since we are
2: in our 40s so that would have been a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't know to look at them. But
1: anyway, <laughs> <laughs> well I actually think I look younger now than I did at 26 yeah. because I had those really really um deep lines between, you know, uh, between my eyes um and same as my my, my mum would have had before me. Um so that, you know, the, the genetics really, you know, come into Kickin, play there. Yeah. But there are other there are people who have them even Earlier than that, again a genetic thing. Really deep lines pulling in their eyebrows, um, and actually there's sometimes cases that you'll do it earlier than that, um, and then there's some people who don't need it till they're in their forties. Yeah, and, and it's all about lines of rest, yeah. uh, as Nikki mm-hmm. N- Nikki was saying. So lines of rest, but more, m- even more important than that. And, and I I try to tell my uh, my patients that. We don't chase lines. It's not oh, about yeah, your lines. Yeah. It's the mm-hmm. overall look of your face. So say, for example, Claire, if, if you met someone for the first time um, and they were standing across this room, you know, uh, you, uh, you, you would know straight away if they're, if they're 30 or 50 or 70, independent of their hair, makeup, yeah. or whatever else, and you can't see their lines yet. It's the shapes and ratios of their face. It, it's the things that the brain works out in that nanosecond that are, that are related to aging. One of the big things is your eyebrows coming down and in, having the ridge here, You know, the shapes of our face changes, you know, from being sort of a heart shape into a rectangle shape. So all of those things, and it's in a a nanosecond you work it out, it's the aesthetics of beauty more than the the aesthetics of ageing as well. So... That is also a time when people start to have that if they have a really strong um, frowners, they're frowners, frowners, yeah. yeah. And and people, you know, particularly people who are in front of a computer a lot. So if they're working on a computer, they frown when they concentrate. I certainly do. Some people frown when they sleep. Um, oh dear, yeah. People frown. Teachers, you know, but that, frown when that's they explain. rather than well, part of it is you, you know, your job as maybe Your job, your personality, yeah. But or, or the way you talk if you're sort of explain with the you know a concentrated expression on your on your face as well. So. For those people as well that might, may have no lines, but they're bulky up here and their eyebrows have come down over time. So, you know, if they compare themselves to, say, their, fo- their, their Facebook photos of 20 years ago um, and their eyebrows are lower, that is another reason. And okay. that's more to do with, again, shapes and ratios because your eyes start to look smaller, even though they're not smaller. It's just the apparent um, appearance when your eyebrows come down of having smaller eyes. And then you look less happy, less refreshed, less rested. Um, Yeah. Yeah, And and this is, you know, so many patients come in and they say, I just want to look um, more rested. That is how. And that's how it's achieved. It's Mm -hmm. not as much getting rid of your lines as Mm -hmm. as much of the eye opening
0: and... And It's actually interesting because I can't imagine people do come in Saying I want to look more rested. I'd imagine people come in and say I want to look ten years younger. I want to look the way I used to. No, do you know they really don't. No, no. And uh, you have to obviously yeah. break them. That no, you're I not. Don't, I don't think I've
2: anyone ever said to me I want to look ten years younger. Like that's something you see like the TV program Ten Years Younger and yeah, they do a whole makeover. Okay. But actually, loads of my patients, you know, they might have had you know two or three small kids under yeah, five, no the sleepless, sleepless nights, and yeah. then they just come in and say like now it's some time for me. Um, and I just like I feel like I'm permanently tired. I wake up, I look in the mirror, I feel like I have dark circles under my eyes i just feel like you know everything's kind of dropped and i just feel tired so it's actually is that they want to look you know rested rested, really i hear that word all the time and and actually Mm.
1: claire i have so many patients who come in and say the exact exact opposite Mm. I don't want to look ten years yes. older. I just want to look better. I, you know, I feel and it's tired. I'm it's sorry. actually something that they say over and over and over again. And then the other group is the the new moms who yeah. you know, especially you know, new moms who are in their thirties who just think They've they look overnight. Almost. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, they uh, and they I mean, have a they, bit they, because yeah. and a and they haven't slept in yeah. like yeah. you know six months and they you know they're they're trying to juggle all of it and, and whatnot as well. And it's so often they come back for their they they always come back to us for a two week check. They come back and they go, oh my god, I actually don't feel as tired anymore when I look Look at myself and it's Mm. funny there
0: is a positive feedback Mm. um and nobody feels sorry for them anymore because they don't look tired Mm. but no my sister-in-law at one point um took off her Fitbit altogether because she's two small kids and she was just getting on with life and busy absolutely but she said when she read how little sleep she was getting she started to just really overthink it so she thought I can't get any more sleep I'm just going to try the Fitbit because I don't need to know (laughs) but it's the idea of seeing yourself looking less tired Mm. maybe makes you feel Mm. so you, you mentioned there about people don't come in wanting to look younger and that's their fear and I think if there's women listening or men and their concern is because I think people think a lot before they get something like Botox it's certainly in my experience anyone I know who, who got it or gets it thought a long time what, if, what would you say to someone thinking it's going to look plastic or frozen face or I look ridiculous or people will figure it out
2: You know, I think a lot of people come in. It's even like word of mouth because their sisters had it done or their friend has had it done, and then oh, absolutely, yeah. They didn't tell them, and then they kind of got you look great. Did you get your hair done? Were you away for the weekend? And then they're like, if they're really honest, they're like, well, no, actually, I just got some Botox. And then they're like, oh God, like you know, because we're not looking for the shiny foreheads, the kind of the the plastic features. It's just more rested. So, I mean, I think it depends on if they know anyone in their life who's had Botox or if they're just looking at Instagram. They're going to confuse filler with Botox, you know. Um, But once you've done it, I don't have. I don't think I've ever had anyone who said they didn't want to do it again. No, I sorry, I, anyone I know who's had yeah. it actually, even but if your apprehensive the, hasn't the but we do you're it, listening and you're the thinking. The way we do it here I suppose is like, you know, Botox doesn't kick in immediately so you'd say to the person that it kicks in roughly between day 3 to 7 but for some people up to day 14 so they might not notice that all of their wrinkles have disappeared for up to 2 weeks and then we bring them back. So if it's your very first time you tend to underdo it slightly so that you can top it up. So if somebody really wants the natural natural look and you you, you want let them decide how much movement they want and you can always top it up unfortunately if you just went straight in for it and gave them absolutely loads at the beginning it takes time to wear off so you can't undo it so always if it's their first time little bit at the first visit and then two weeks later you can always top it up and uh, you have to create symmetry as well so we all have slightly st- a bit like being right handed versus left handed a slightly stronger side none of us are perfectly symmetrical so often people will need slightly more on one side like I'm, my eye- right eyebrow is always the one that I just need to top well, up w- and once you know that with a client you just always you, just go int- that you give them like, yeah. 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 Yeah, then, yeah then you have their perfect formula
1: and it's mm. about tweaking them at mm. the beginning getting used to their face because you know everyone's face is so different and, and the two sides of people's faces are often very different yeah. as well yeah. mm-hmm. so it's just getting their perfect formula getting them to that ma- you know, magic point and keeping them there after that. But I do think everybody has that friend or those friends that they go, oh my God, I definitely don't want to look like that. Yes. Um, and, and that's where the problem comes from. What I say, because they'll all come, they'll sit down, and everyone w- sa- says the same thing. You know, I want to look really natural. You know, I don't want to look frozen. Mm. The person who sits down and says, I want to look frozen, they'll have to you know, <laughs> I'll be escorting them to the
0: door again. Because, mm. you know, we're not going to do that. Mm. You know, it, it, it will yeah. reflect on us as well. But, um, and some people, by the way, kind of like a look with plenty packed in yeah 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 i
1: I actually had one patient I know someone before, who just um, likes
0: that kind of very raised eye look she likes to look like she's very fresh and that's fine yeah that's what she goes for, and other people might yeah. not want that
1: yeah and, and maybe that's what she's used to and has gotten uh, as 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 Nikki says adapted to or whatnot mm. you know I did have somebody come to me before from another colleague who's excellent um uh, and and was injured at the time, so um you know c- came to me instead um and I had the previous you know sheet and and it looked um quite you know, quite heavy handed in the forehead. So I said I was gonna do it my way, but I'll be seeing her back in, in in two weeks. Um and you know we could you know, I'm a big believer in less is more I can add, I can't mm. subtract. Yes. So mm. um to get it right. And she arrived back in and she looked amazing. Um oh, sorry, I thought she looked amazing. <laughs> uh, and uh she says you know, you know, I, I, I don't like it. I want to be frozen. And I said, what do you mean you want to be frozen? I want to be frozen. I don't want to move yes. at all. Um, and, and it went against all of my better judgment. Um, but, like, you know, she was my patient. Um, and it, w- it was actually, I probably wouldn't have done it if it wasn't, you know, that I was looking after some for a colleague. Um, this was you know, a good few years ago. So then, I'd say about three, four weeks later... Did you put more in then, though, yeah, for did, her? I yeah, did, okay. I did, I, you know, I did, and it um, went against my better, better judgment, just because that's what she, I yeah. she was used to. And then I had her sister-in-law arrive in maybe four or five weeks later saying, I heard what happened, and that's why I've come to you, because I don't want to look frozen like her, and I want to do what you did originally. So it's mm-hmm. funny, but, uh, you know, I, I think what I say to patients is, you know, you notice the bad Botox you'll realize what good Botox is w- once you've had it done and then you'll realize that everybody else not everybody else has it I don't mean everyone no else a has lot it. of people have but it I think. It's, we'll it's be honest, it's actually yeah. after you've had it done yourself um, so many people come back and go oh my god I've just realized everyone's been doing it they, they're seeing that other people look relaxed like them but it isn't that spiky look or the frozen look and, and actually that frozen look typically makes people look older yeah. mm-hmm. and less pretty and usually more angry as well. So, you know, when you're looking for, for that, you know um, if you if you want a relaxed youth and face, you need to have eye opening. And you expression. Need to have, that, yeah. Yeah. And that happy
0: sort of inviting face as well. So um I think, and and interesting I think the interesting move
1: has been towards that. Yeah I
0: think it's interesting that you said that because I'll be honest I get Botox and I have been getting it for a couple of years and exactly what you described would be my experience so um, I wouldn't really have told people if anyone asked I was always honest two or three people said it to me early doors one of them said oh my god I've been thinking about it for years I've been looking at you across the brunch table the whole time I'm going to get it done none of the rest of our friends would know that she does and she has since but off the back of seeing my work asked me privately yeah I did no, the one in work she was like I'm looking at you. And, did you and I said yeah I did and then recently someone who does my brows who's done them for years just said to me out of the blue did you get Botox and I said yeah and she said God it's very good work and I thought well I've been getting it for years and she's been literally doing the area yeah. and she hadn't mm-hmm. noticed and I think that's what it is so yeah. people picking uh, people choosing to get it because they see good work people not realising because it's done very well rather than that fear and I think when I said to you earlier people having a fear about it it probably is when they see bad work and they mm-hmm. think yeah is the first day bad work? Very frozen look. And yeah. then they think, I don't want it to look really obvious. Because I would have had very um, pronounced frown lines, very resting lines. Mm very prominent resting lines but otherwise quite a youthful face i think anyway um so that's (laughs) probably why but it was that people didn't notice and then when they realized they were like god it's very good work Mm -hmm. because they could see that my eyebrows move and i can smile and Mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff yeah Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and so you guys don't give anyone the frozen look is it ever too late to get it i mean if someone comes in at 47 and thinks god i look very tired women are having kids later maybe they're not even thinking about it is it Mm -hmm. ever too late
1: no, <laughs> no. I have 80-year-olds I <laughs> <80 laughs> who've yeah. come out for the first time. You know, How, <laughs> what are you doing in their in 70s and 80s? Really? I, yeah. yeah. And yeah, in, yeah. in, in yeah. Dallas, yeah. I had a lot of women who were in their 80s and 90s. They've been doing it for a while, but for the first time, yeah. Now it's it's a different type of Botox that you use, um, and you would usually leave out treating their forehead. It's more to help with their um, eyebrow lifts. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, mm. for and actually, it's usually older women. I, I haven't treated any men that age, but it's usually mm. older women. Who don't want to go and get surgery done for for their drooping? Um, you know they they feel like they, it would it's be too, too much, much of a, of a risk yeah, and yeah. W- and whatnot, especially at that age. You know, with, with you know with their medical yeah, conditions course. or whatever mm-hmm. else. But they just feel like they're really drooped and they want to look a bit fresher. So it's, it's again, it's very subtle um, Botox, but uh, you know again, they're always so delighted, and they've often been told. Um, you look so well No but they, No they're, they're, they're too You know they're past it You know yeah. it's too it's No too I late. actually have other, a patient t- other, who's
2: other people uh, they've gone to Have yeah, said no, yeah, no there yeah. isn't I have a, a patient Whose sister treated herself To Botox for her 90th birthday
0: You were after <laughs> making my day yeah. Telling me this Because I really was and thinking she, You'd say once you hit 50 uh, It's probably yeah, yeah, beyond First time to do it For her 90th Yeah Oh, that yeah. is fabulous! And yeah. she looked great. Yeah. She sh-
2: show me photos. She looked great.
0: <laughs> and actually, I remember um, being out with a friend of mine, and I just remember that now. And you know, I was done up whatever meeting a friend, and uh, he just kept saying, "Look really well." And I said, "Thanks." And then after a few minutes, I realised that's what it was. He's like, "No, you just look really well, though." And I thought that's what <laughs> it is. Yeah. 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 I didn't say. Hopefully, he's not <laughs> listening. Um, <laughs> so yes, also sorry. Um, I suppose people who have never got it done would like to know how long it lasts. Um, where you get it done um, and does it hurt? They're probably the main things if you're a Botox version, I yeah, guess.
2: Yeah, so I mean, it roughly lasts three to four months. Um, I suppose it's the upper face that we concentrate on the most. Uh, so your frown lines in-, in between your eyebrows, your horizontal lines across your forehead, and the crow's feet, and I suppose the nose. Um, the nose doesn't bother me as much. Um, call them little bunnies. Katrina always points out my little bunnies and tells me I should put Is Botox that into them. in the middle of your eye. No, these Top two tiny head. little Please ones here. here. When you, when you do right, kind of a okay. bunny nose, and I
1: kind of, yeah. It's a, it's a Botox tell yeah. so once people have been doing Botox for a couple of years y- you know we see it in celebrities the whole time and uh, you know we call them bunny lines sometimes it's it's an awful awful look I think you know, it's your it penance like. yeah. um, <laughs> especially when they do a big smile and you have to be so Careful with brides because you don't see it when they're just sitting there. It's when they do a big, big smile. So I always check for them because mm-hmm. it will show. It will be. You know, they can Photoshop the photos <laughs> obviously. But um, you know, all no, of their I big smiley photos.
0: Who, I knew a bride who I never got her um, crow's feet. Is that yet, yeah ever yeah. done until she did her pictures and then she said yeah. to me, "Oh God, no, like yeah. I don't know why I didn't get that done because she felt that was a tell." Now I don't know what people, but she this lovely, yeah. wrinkle-free had no you, fine lines, and then quite. Yeah,
2: expressive. you can have the opposite though as well. I have some people who you know. They, they do it once and then they kind of say actually I prefer I smile with my eyes I kind of want the bit of crow's and feet and they choose not and to. they choose not okay. to do you know so well, everything's very different the crow's
0: feet wears off a bit quicker I think though does it then the no, rest no of no you none
2: know? not, of no. not it's dosed no. the right yeah. way
0: and okay. you'll always have lines there still when you treat the crow's feet yeah. you but have you to have just, they're you less should. deep yeah. You know. yeah. They're, yeah they're
1: they're yeah. not as etched there yeah. um, and then the other places that people you know will come for is you know people have a gummy smile I have a lot of brides who come for the gummy smile you know when they show their whole they show their whole gum when they smile so can you do something about that yeah. drop it down and it Just makes a drop big difference. Yeah. People who've always been, um, who cover their... You'd their be quite uh, conscious in photographs if you oh, had that kind So many, yeah. So many girls who have a gummy smile well, will cover their mouth every time they laugh or smile, you know, just because they're so, they're so focused on it. So that, um, the little uh, smokers lines, we call them, but they happen mm. in non-smokers. And then I use a lot of it in um, patients from, you know, their 40s on in their, uh, in their jawline and neck, you know, just to help with the, with the jaw lifting as well. Know. You could use it in jaw and neck. Yeah, yeah. It's a great compliment. you know. And again, it's, it's one of those things if you started earlier, you see more of a preventative effect. Um, but jawline, chin. So we use it all over the face, but the, the, the main places are, you know, between yeah. the eyes, the forehead, mainly, um, mm-hmm. around the eyes. And you, you'll start injecting nose when you've been doing Botox for, for a couple of years. It's considered part of the same three areas. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's it's caused by the Botox. If you like, but um oh yeah, of course, they're, they're they're the typical
0: and the chin and the lip and all that. They all last around the same three to four. So months the one that people l- longer.
1: So uh, everything, la- the duration of Botox is typically th- um three months for for a- everyone. A lot of people say, "Oh, my Botox lasts longer." It doesn't. Your muscles have just slimmed down, Um so it takes them that long to, to be thick again. So, so that you, you get longer the lines out again of it as you go on in a way so a little bit, but you know, not really no, more yeah. than you know. I I tell my patients never to come in for four months if they want the true preventative effects and if they want um y- you know if, if they don't want to start looking wrinkly not wrinkly yeah, wrinkly, not like wrinkly. you're giving again, game back to away no wrinkles. Then. you yeah. know w- mm-hmm. what you want to do is stay the same way yeah and especially if they're trying to stop the downward droop of their um, th- their eyebrows with yeah. time. So you want to stay on top of that. The place that goes very quickly, though, is the lips. Mm. So that's gone within um, six to eight weeks because you just
0: move your mouth so, so much. Um, so that goes okay. very quickly, but... Again, that's a good one to do. Don't go longer than four months. We obviously assume the poor pregnant ladies cannot get the Botox. No. no. So they no. just grow fringes, do they? <laughs> um, I actually knew well, somebody did they
1: that. They also get their lovely um, pregnancy yes. glow and whatnot mm-hmm. as well. But no, it it, it can't happen during um, pregnancy. Um, and it, it's, it's funny, I, you know, I have um i have people who get when, when they decide to start trying for a baby they actually get panicked at the thought of not being able to get their botox done um and they are it, we should see some of them in the door day two even you know they'll their 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 tops will be wet because milk is coming in <laughs> and they're sitting there sometimes with the baby because like 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 drug addicts mm-hmm. but like that's what happens you know i think people get it and i do explain this to patients actually at the, the beginning as well you know they're the chances are you'll continue to do this. You don't have to continue to do it. If you stop it, um, you'll still be in a better place than if you'd never done it yeah. because of the preventative yeah. effect during those times. But the chances are you'll continue to do that. And, and, and that's very important for them budget wise as well. Um, because, you know, it's like choosing not to dye your hair anymore, colour your hair anymore it really doesn't happen very often so not
0: during COVID, a lot of people have decided not to go back to it then other people have decided to go back to twice as much but Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah
1: but yeah so so they they they, but they just pick up um pick up where they left okay Mm -hmm. like that is no issue and um and and that's something i talk to them about as well when they when they start talking about how you know we're going to start trying for a baby no, no issue. Just come in when you when you've had the baby, and we'll then go back to yeah. where we were. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. and okay. it's it's not long yeah. before they get back completely on track again. So that's that's no big deal. And they just wear their sunblock throughout their, their pregnancy as well. Okay. Yeah. Obviously,
0: not none of the retinoids either. Yeah. 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 Oh right. Yeah. Okay. Of course. So no vitamin yeah. A. Yeah. And we spoke a wee bit about um, budget. And I know it depends on everybody, but about how much are you looking at paying for? Like, would it be typically people get two to three areas? That would be typically. So the most uh, people sh- start yeah. off with
2: two two areas. areas they usually, usually start with your friend lines, the most obvious ones, really. Yeah
0: and that's it for for some people for a long
1: time depending on how early Mm -hmm. they start and
2: then just add to it then you might start focusing on your crow's feet you know add that in um. Well, yeah. well, as they you get a good few years out of so there
1: yeah. there isn't much of a difference in the price anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it varies, you know, from place to place it varies time. considerably from place to place. You know, here, you know, for the two areas, it's typically four hundred euro. Okay. Um, it goes yeah. up to
0: five, you know, five something. If it's three. So four you know. to six hundred euro is what you'd be looking at every three to four months yeah. if you're going to yeah. keep it up yeah. to that level. Yeah. Really.
2: Yeah. It will be. I only like have a rare patient 25. who has a one area Botox, which some people just don't like this strong frame line. Yeah. But they have an Incredibly strong fringe. That's like the only person that I will only inject one area. Otherwise, these muscles will be getting stronger and stronger because these ones are relaxed. So I actually have a couple of patients that... Kind of, you know, hairspray a fringe into place, and and, and some of the older patients, yeah, as well, they just want that you're not, that, that that you're not doing
1: yeah. in case it drops. Yeah. I, like, you know, the, the eighty year olds you were talking yeah. about, but
2: they're, they're but the majority yeah. would be two areas and then move
0: And just it. briefly, because we did, you said that like you're giving you give the game away if you don't kind of keep it up in every way. Do you think are loads more people getting it than talk about it? Is there still stigma to being oh, honest oh, about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: like. It, <laughs> like do you, know what's funny? Rhymes, it's, it's, you know what just it's it's yeah. it's very
1: generational. So um I think you know we're we're in our forties. I think our age group doesn't talk about it that much. Certainly as you get older again, no, nobody talks talk, about yeah. it. And then the funny thing is, all, all the girls in their thirties and, and the late twenties are all talking about it yeah. in the same way as what hairdresser do you go to? You know, who who do you go to for your Botox? So it's become um, a much more acceptable thing. Um, you know, I think but there's definitely a generational difference as you go the people who would be the more obvious people to get to, to get it aren't talking about it and then the, the younger um the younger patients i think do chat about it in the same way yeah as it's become more of the norm you know in, in the same way as you know pretending your hair isn't gray you know it has been the norm for a long time you never get judged for that and you would have no problem no. being honest about it yeah. and i think that's there's a huge difference you know be, you know between pretending your hair is blonde rather than brown or that you're not gray then you know relaxing a few wrinkles but it, it's just the way we perceive things yeah
0: so you know but i do think it, it will become more more than normal over time Um, a friend of mine works in the this general industry and i remember asking her a good few years ago long before i started getting anything you know what would she think about it assuming she'd say oh god no and she said oh sure all the ones in the 20s in here have it done sure everyone's getting it and she only recently started using it again and loves it and says it's the best money she spends but didn't for a long time but like that the age profile would be she's on her probably in her late 30s they were all only in the early 20s and they were all getting it done um what are your what's your own personal opinions about beauty influencers or people? Because we talked about young women earlier who, maybe you don't have an opinion on it but like who have massive followings and talk a lot around that area and don't admit or talk about it or say they definitely don't get Botox but you can kind of both tell as experts you know you can by looking at yeah. them that they do yeah. if they don't talk about it at all fair enough if they lie about it not so great or
2: well, yeah, yeah. Look, I mean why lie about it do you know what I mean like I, I just think you know we all get our hair done you say we get your nails done some people get their teeth whitened I, I mean I don't see the reason to lie about it it shouldn't be a taboo subject but like I, I don't like when you are looking at Instagram and someone's there to talking about just their skincare routine and how, you know, just a sunscreen is, is you know, for example, and a layer of makeup makes everything look perfect. And then they have this perfect clearly Botox face. I mean, they shouldn't be lying about it, especially thinking, you know, for the younger people that yes. might be following them. It's because but of the responsibility yeah. of their followers, but I are, think. And they may have obviously the had their lips done or something and you can tell, but yet they're pretending that they've had nothing done. You know, you have a responsibility to the younger people out there that are listening to you, that are following you yeah. and just be honest about it. But, I mean, we can't change that, you know. Yeah,
1: you know. I, I, feel, I feel very similar to, to Nikki. Uh, I think everyone, um, you know, deserves their privacy and if they decide to get things done, they do not need to tell anyone about us, but when you lie and pretend that this is what natural beauty is mm. it really can especially you know our uh, you know I, I i feel so grateful that i didn't grow up in an era where, so, where, where the, social media absolutely. was around in my yeah. teens and early mm. 20s um you know for, for women to think that these really falsified sort of images and, and they're digitally enhanced as well it's not just that they've had lip oh, filters the filter, and, like and what yeah, all absolutely. the filters mm-hmm. as well um and talking about um how you know this product that they're getting sponsored to to, to um to uh talk about yeah, and like this other so product game has created this yeah. beauty, um, and of course you know these girls with you know uh, because they're they're vulnerable and, and they're highly um uh you know you know th- they're highly susceptible to all of this as well. They'll go out and spend their money on these things, and then when mm-hmm. they don't look as beautiful, they don't understand it. And I think there's an awful lot of um you know and i see it in, in in our in our patients and i mean my, my medical patients who are in their teens and 20s a huge amount of self esteem issues anxiety girls feeling ugly like things that you, t- you like it, it, there's such a burden on on our youth today and a lot of it is is these influencers mm-hmm. you know with their perfect lives all happening naturally so you know i think the lying bothers me um, I think there's some great influencers out there um, who are so, the honest. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. so
2: honest about their you know, their body shape mm. and, and the struggles they've gone. Yeah. you know, and The journey they may have had to go through to get to somewhere. You know, I, I've done a lot of work with acne and, you know, met lots of people who've suffered over their lives and talking about their journey and how one day you wake up and you think, God, my skin looks great. And then the next day you wake up and like, you know, spots everywhere and you've got something really important on. But being honest, taking your makeup off, showing what it's like and to seen not seen cover a it up. You know, i profile
0: influences. I think it's fair to mention, Rose. Conley and Jess Redden have both been really honest and they're both stunning looking women inside and out I'm sure anyway but I really admired that they were willing to show their faces because yeah. then people could see look how different it can look look how different the camera makes it mm. now I know we're, we're going to talk about acne on a different episode but I really admired because yeah. it's very vulnerable to show your skin with Absolutely. no makeup and yeah. you've all those hundreds of thousands of followers but I really I really appreciated oh, I it it's from amazing. both of them yeah. I think it's
1: that sort of thing is what I want to see on social media and um, Ros Purcell the same yes. you know showing um, the reality the yeah. good photo mm. and the real photo or you know you know, the body shape this sort of thing as well yeah so mm-hmm. i think they're the type of women we want influencing our younger generation and um, you know and being truthful i think is really really important you don't you don't have to share everything we're all entitled no, to our just privacy. don't lie don't, exactly. don't, yeah. pretend don't pretend that this, this happens this naturally yeah. um, because it really makes it really makes our younger generation feel like they're not good enough
0: i mean you've both mentioned now the idea of people saying that skincare or products do whatever like is there anything that's going to give you an anti-wrinkle look or get rid of fine lines is there really anything that will that's over the counter.
2: well your retinoids you know your vitamin a products so i mean they do work on the fine lines and wrinkles and your skin texture and you know trying to minimize pores now they're not perfection If somebody's really really large pores they're not perfection but you know that is something that Everyone can add into their um, skincare routine except during pregnancy. Um, So retinoid, like we we know,
0: loads of over the counter. Anything from low to mid-range brands, um, and then obviously stuff that's prescribed will have retinol in it. What are you looking for if you want something that's going to make a difference every day?
1: So what's actually been shown in the science is a huge amount of science. Again, yeah, going back to the nineteen eighties about retinoids, and there is nothing that's going to deliver you collagen into your skin in the same way. You know, improve your pore size and um, and. Normalized pigmentation and actually have a mild anti-skin cancer action as well. And they've shown uh, the, uh, the, uh, they've shown that the anti-aging properties of one percent retinol, which is over the counter, doesn't need um, a prescription, ha- has the same anti-aging you know collagen production um, properties as the prescription 0.02% tretinone. So if you can get a 1% um, retinol and tolerate it, and, and it's all about using it the right way, yeah. Megan or... That's what uh, I was going to ask. People can make you, mistake.
2: Yeah. Can you talk
1: us through that? Yeah, so I mean, that. if you are
2: using a stronger retinoid um, and prescription retinoid, you don't just you know slap it on, loads of it on your face at night. It is like a pea-sized amount that you would put on your forehead, your cheeks, your chin. Be careful. You don't put it right under the eye or right around your lips because you'll just wake up the next day with kind of redness, dryness, irritation. And if you do it every single night in a row for a week... You, you you know, it's like your face would be peeling off. People just give up on it. So I tell my patients to introduce it slowly, particularly fair-skinned Irish people. You know, they just don't tolerate that level straight away. So every two to three nights, introduce it slowly and just build it up to ideally nightly. Uh, but for some of my patients with very kind of dry, sensitive skin, you allow it to dry in and then they put their moisturizer on before they go to sleep, um, so they're not waking up with that. So one percent is it
0: one percent at least. One, one percent. retinol? Yeah. Yeah. No. Not
2: at
1: least one percent is all yeah. they need. That's why. So yeah. you know. What about okay. less than zero point zero five? Is zero point zero five? prescription w- one yeah well it, it, that's a i think you're yeah. But yeah retinol if we're looking at over the counter okay 0.05 to start off with would be fine, fine. and then mm-hmm. moving it up as well like i tell you know i'm very conservative with the way you know i i, I tell them to use their over-the-counter retinol they they use a quarter p and as nikki says <laughs> only every second or third night followed by moisturizer Mm-hmm. And then it's only every month if they're not getting too dry, they can bring it up to um, every second eye, then every night. Never incre- increasing the, the the quantity of it, because if it, if someone has a dry, scaly face, you've defeated the purpose. We're trying to help them look better. Yeah. N- not look. You're making it look look worse. It, so you but nearly yeah. everyone can tolerate that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and it doesn't have to be an expensive brand. Um, so and you don't need to be prescri- prescribed that. That's over no, the no, counter, no, no, counter no, available. available. Over the yeah. Counter. Yeah. Is it expensive? it yeah. can be it well, depends, it depends on, on the, the brand it, you know? it depends on the you know? okay. yeah. brand yeah. and the formulation there are some yeah. formulations that are much more user friendly you know we've got a, a, a great one we've two great ones or here. Alpharet, the revision one and, and, and then d- life changing for Better me, me. Science, um, yeah I
2: would I'd, I would have a poor tolerance of you know f- the full strength retinoids but Alpha Alpharet for me from Skin Better Science has been like a game changer okay. being able to put it on every night not yeah. a bother because it has high alluronic acid in it and it's more of a slow release retinoid okay Um.
1: um but the the, the, the prescription retinoids you know the ones you're talking about the tretinone or whatnot um typically irish irish skin doesn't tolerate it as well you know all of my patients in states used to use it um but you know we're fairer a lot of people have a little bit of rosacea so for people who have acne or very oily skin absolutely Mm -hmm. a prescript you know the prescription is okay and men can tolerate it better but for most women Mm -hmm. they have thicker skin and more Mm oil-bearing skin but for for women um for the most part nearly all of my patients will use you know one percent retinol um and just gradually um you know work it
0: up
2: and wear their sunscreen in the morning so they are the hero products like they are and what about like vitamin
0: c toner cleanser moisturizers (sighs) do use all them don't use any not even brands just should you be using those so so the the
1: bonus products are Mm. definitely um vitamin c and hyaluronic acid and hyaluronic acid is in pretty much all of the serums and moisturizers at this stage and and really there's Mm. there's very much there's very little else like i i tell my patients if they can just do the zinc some knock on the retinoid I'm more than happy. That's yeah. better than most people are doing yeah. out there.
2: The one the one that we would use mostly um has hyaluronic acid in it. So in your morning like block, for, yeah. for people who don't want like five products in the morning and 10 products at night takes busy a busy of yeah, for yeah, exactly. example. Yeah. If you you take your sunscreen if it has your hyaluronic acid in it your niacinamide for people who need kind of the anti-inflammatory effects who have rosacea prone skin which is like 10% of Irish adults um, that's their one product and particularly yeah. for men if you could just get them to use that sunscreen it'll moisturise and they don't need to do three or four more okay. products you know it's, it's, it's an amazing
1: sunscreen yeah. It's the, it's the top one for all dermatologists in the states as well you know um, and, and i sorry the other thing is, is it, it dries cure.
2: in um, like moisturiser so it, nobody it knows you have it on Do you know it's in the, the, the sense of shop, yeah. a lot of men you know because majority don't wear makeup are like oh am I going to look chalky and I'm going to look like a ghost and you know everyone's going to know I don't want to play golf if I'm going out looking like pale and white but once they use it they'll never go back to something else mm-hmm. and yeah.
0: before we move back to tweakments and fillers and uh, how much they scare the life out of me um, is there other things that like is it worth drinking more water does reducing alcohol help your skin the smokers out there, what? Like don't what smoke. are the basics? Absolutely, smoke. don't smoke. Okay.
2: Um, you know, I mean, like, but know, that is
0: particularly bad for your skin, right? Absolutely. Smoking. Like when you smoke, nothing, nothing yeah. is bad. I don't think.
2: When you smoke one cigarette for the next hour and a half, it reduces the blood flow to your skin by fifty percent. Right, it is So you can kind of you can tell with smokers. I mean, we call them the smokers' lines around the lips, but that's just aging. Anyone can get that, but they often be a lot deeper, uh, particularly in women because we age worse than men. Unfortunately, and we lose our collagen. Um, but like if you look at a plastic surgeon or reconstructive surgeon and they're going to do surgery on you, you, may have skin cancer. And and you you may need a significant surgery on your face, if you're smoking, you know, the chances are that wound may break down if they have to do a graft or a flap. Like, they will literally be sitting in front of you saying, please give up the cigarettes before we can do this surgery. Because of the effect on collagen production. Yeah, and the blood supply just won't be there to heal the wound. So, the one thing you could do not only for your skin but for your lungs for your heart for your <laughs> arteries for everything it's the
0: single best thing you can do for your health let's be, be honest with you but it does affect your skin on top of everything Absolutely, else. You, can, you, yeah. you
2: can see people they kind of have like that gray appear like a dull yeah. appearance to their skin they don't have that glow and you're trying to add in all the other products but they still won't have that glow um so yeah give up the cigarettes the water does the water help drinking lots of water so um
1: i think a not lot as much of, as we were saying so many people yeah. say to me i'm you know they come in and uh, you know they're they're saying i'm drinking as much water as i can but actually the only only time, yes. Your skin looks lackluster and is a little m- bit more, um, uh, a little bit more wrinkles if you are dehydrated, severely dehydrated. Yeah. But drinking extra water over the, the recommended, doesn't do to, anything okay. extra for your you're skin. You're kidding yourself, oil. really. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now the alcohol
0: is different because so gy- that dries yeah. it out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the next yeah. day, at you least if you're up, going to have yeah. alcohol. Uh, the and motor. the alcohol causes
1: lots of other things though as mm-hmm. well, so, um, not that I you know, obviously I love my couple of glasses of wine as <laughs> everyone knows, but um, alcohol will, slur- will, will certainly increase flushing of rosacea, which um, as Nikki said, you know, oh, so, so common, common in your our house, Yeah, yeah um, I have it myself. Um, but also it increases, um, you know, swelling to certain parts of the, so, you know, the eye bags, the places like that. You can it, look
0: puffy after th- a big th- night out. We all after, know that, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Your wrinkles are more pronounced and whatnot. So it actually does affect your your, your appearance, okay. you know, in, in the day afterwards. There's no question. Um, and then the other thing, you know, that's, um, I, I think, you know, we, we all joke about getting your beauty sleep, but, Sleep has a huge Mm -hmm. effect on your appearance, and it's actually been shown in in really good studies. So you know if you if you deprive someone of sleep versus someone who slept, um, and show again uh, uh, photographs to blind people who doesn't you don't know if the person had slept Mm -hmm. or not of the same and you use the same person, um, a huge a difference in the way they'd rate their um, attractiveness. So you know, so
0: so yeah, and, and I so always feel much sorry when people, people who are on shift work. Because maybe, all maybe, maybe yeah, if you're yeah. on shift work, you're going to die. Maybe. You're maybe die. I think you're about gonna, it. Can't, can't help it. That but but photo
2: was when I was 25, doing my 100 hour weeks as an intern in S.H.S. Yeah. So maybe that's why I look so <laughs> awful back then. Yeah. But, but, but
0: sleep deprivation is unavoidable in some people, is what I mean, whether it's shift work or oh, new moms. But yeah, where new you mums, can avoid yeah. lack of sleep. Try to avoid. Yeah, and you know what? So
1: many of us just don't go to bed early enough. You know, and you know, we 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 we're. Old moms, not young moms. But, um, <laughs> we're more moms or young kids. Um, but so many people just sit in front of the TV for that hour extra watching their Netflix. This will be me, one more episode, one more episode. And actually, going to bed early obviously, it affects all the other um, parameters of your life too. But like, so much happens to your skin when you're asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Again, collagen production. I'm obsessed with collagen um, and um, drainage of your skin. Uh, you know the 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 free. You know the antioxidant production. Mm-hmm. All of the bad things that your happened. body is
0: meant to do overnight mm-hmm. needs. And we nearly never mm-hmm. wake up and say, "I'm so sorry, I went to bed earlier last night." But we no, often wake up and here, say, yeah, yeah. "Tonight, mm-hmm. I'm hitting yeah. the sack at nine <laughs> o'clock or ten or whatever." Yeah, yeah, okay. So it
1: is. If you if you can do that a little bit more, it actually improves your appearance. Mm-hmm. So
0: no smoking whatsoever. Little watch the alcohol. Um, the water, not so much. Just drink the amount you're meant to and. sleep they're the main mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. A, a good retinoid Vitamin C And, and your sunscreen Never
2: forget Sunscreen factor
0: 50 is it, is it uh, No well. it's it's not It's
2: not really Like you know once Anything over 30 Is, is, is fine yeah. Like there's only A tiny difference In percentage When you start to get To it, it, the more protection Between 40 and 50 Some is better than none So minimum factor 30 And all year long You know Irish Every people Always day. think you know Oh I'll you know I'll start putting on The really sunny day Which is maybe Twice a like year Exactly yeah. when we're 25 and above degrees It's nothing to do With the temperature The UVA Which is the ageing rays Of the sun are there All year round okay. and. UVB which are kind of more we talk about the burning rays are really kind of May to September in Ireland but the only month that the UV index isn't strong enough in Ireland is actually January so every other month you're getting you know regular sun damage so you need to wear it every day so important like you know I, I,
1: say, I say that about 50 times a day I think um you know we're great at putting on our sunblock when we
0: go to Spain yeah and uh, but actually you get, we get even less still not gym? so much on the face I think I think people are slathering on the body and they're not as good to think about the face in hot weather because they think I don't want to burn I want to tan I, I want to glow Yeah, I want to glow mm-hmm. Um, and, and you'll actually do less damage
1: on that holiday in Spain than you will with the, the with, with not wearing it's all year a, round yeah, weather we like,
0: we, like, yeah. we, like we, yeah.
1: Yeah. both of us have lots of farmers golfers fishermen who rarely mm-hmm. leave the country who are covered in skin cancers
0: and we yeah. will and, talk and about that again in the future I think because it's definitely something it's, it's a very really important topic. Ireland, absolutely. And, yeah. Yeah. To discuss, yeah. Okay, the fillers. I'm still thinking about the first line that Nikki said: all the things she could do to combat the zoom boom. And I thought I didn't know about half of those fillers. To me, it, the first thing I think is the Courtney Cox look. God, love her, and she's had them taken out. I think now has she or she stopped oh, getting them? I think she know. goes I don't up don't and down think, a bit. Yeah. Is yeah. our lip and dermal fillers are different? Right? No, no, they're no, the, no, the, it's same. Oh, the same. So okay.
2: that's one thing we need to clarify, actually. Because what is filler? Dermal filler was the old name for it, but things have evolved over time because not all fillers are put into the dermis, which yeah. is the second layer of your skin. So um, yeah, that's like the old name but yeah. I, we wouldn't so refer to so filler is filler filler I is filler so it's predominantly do do? H- it's predominantly high alluronic acid that would be the majority of them um, it's p- like the, the other thing we need to mention is, yeah, is it's the main thing drawing in plumped. water yeah. drawing in water essentially so it's kind of this hydrophilic molecule that draws it's a water loving molecule so it, it does re volumize and plump and lift so it's not just about making it puffed it can lift too so obviously if someone is having an issue with their jawline it's not that you're putting it into the dermis you'd be anchoring it onto bone. you know so that's why they had the old name dermal filler but some of the fillers would be put right down onto the bone and um, we all unfortunately are fat pad sag as we get older as, <laughs> as Katrina <laughs> mentioned earlier we start or off with the you know place. it's kind of like the inverted triangle we look more What's like What's the a, word
0: you said though? Our fat pads they start oh, to sag as sad. we get older so green, and our bones starts
2: <laughs> to up. But our, our, our bones start to resorb you know as we age so um, that's and why women we, quicker and than more men. so here so you know in the middle so that's why we get gen- and women quicker than men um, so you're using it to re volumize but to lift in certain places as well um, do you two I, have filler? Do you mind? Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah in I've particular, actually, because close to my heart, is Katrina did my filler in my acne scars. Which so is, your are pointing out know, just the teeth bits beside to, your lip, yeah. the side of your lip. Yeah, absolutely. And I, that was the biggest thing for me that changed. Like, the only thing I saw in the mirror was my acne scars. And I got horrendous cystic acne during my pregnancy when I was 30. Um, and there's nothing you can do about it, unfortunately. I mean, we've got tiny bit of creams and... Rare antibiotic, but they really don't work. Um, and I was sick as a dog during my pregnancy and vomited morning, noon, and night. So the thing of putting an antibiotic on top of that, there was nothing I could do about it. And then the minute I was finished, I started on treatment, but it was too late because I had unfortunately scarred. But that's not the only thing you'd use filler for, is it? Oh, no, 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 gosh, no. Um, I, I, I probably have filler everywhere in
1: my, f- you know, <laughs> I've had filler everywhere <laughs> in my face at this stage over the years. So when we were in the State you know, I, d- I trained um in the states as well as here. Um, so we used to have as trainees. We had um, uh, resident clinics e- every month and we'd all inject each other, or our friends, whatever. The training was a huge deal over in the States, the aesthetics of beauty and whatnot. So it went over, it spanned over the whole residency over four years. Um, so we all did everything on each other. So I, I, I had my first filler, I'd say, at the age of 29, 30. Um, and um, it's probably one of, when we talk about tweakments and people s- still looking well as time goes on, one of the key differences is how they get their fillers done. Um, you know, w- you know, I, I I hate to you know I, you know name celebrities, but you know, there is certain. You said Courtney Cox and yeah. mm-hmm. Kidman Man lately. That sort of pillowy look that happens with time. Awful, awful. It's awful. Too much. The yeah. most beautiful women, you know, can be destroyed by misplaced filler or too much filler. Too much, um, yeah. okay. Um, mm. And you know, and, and I think um, a part of that is that you know. Celebrity asks for something And somebody does it You know a good You're not really going to say no To a problem.
0: To yeah. Is it not them? that they just Have kept getting it And then they just keep Pushing or I think they keep pushing more. Yeah, they keep saying exactly that and no one says no. Well, no, I mean, you know, if they're no. a top okay.
2: celebrity, you're kind of okay. Fine, I'll do it. you know that kind of way. but so they're giving well, filler a bad to. name. I think, no, no, I would. They? You know, I, I feel very strongly about it, so I wouldn't. Yeah. I'd be like, sorry, yeah. I'm not the dermatologist for you. Do you know that kind of? Way? Yeah. And unfortunately, you can go to the door because I do
0: think those two women and others who are beautiful women, they're giving filler a bad name on
2: that basis oh, because you're looking. And I think that's where people confuse. You know, your your Botox or anti wrinkle injection with filler because they're thinking, you know, because they look frozen too. They're thinking, oh, Botox causes all of that. Clearly not So a lot of patients come in Thinking of those celebrities Thinking I really want to get Botox But I don't want to look like that But they're confusing with too much filler Yeah Yeah.
1: And and, um, I think good filler again you don't. It's you don't see it. Yeah, you don't Hopefully see it. Hopefully, I don't yeah. look old field. Hmm. Um, no, but, but, I, but it's I, one of the most important things in my in my own tweakment um, regime. Now I use a different filler, one that induces your own collagen. It's not the. It's yeah. Not so the it's not a HA. It's, it's a called PLLA. Yeah. 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 So it, 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 it produces lots of collagen. So your own collagen within, and then tightens the skin above it as well.
0: Um, it's another an anti aging. Yeah, but for it? older
2: kind of for like you know you wouldn't be putting for older people like us. Yeah. Well, you're looking at your late thirty. 40s for Before you even consider And for failure. men Sorry Because you don't want men well, To well, have no, a femi- feminist you, know,
1: you know The late 20s on For certain people Depending on what you're addressing The one I particularly use Is more for people Who have Um Thinner faces that you don't want to overload with filler, because like a runner's like, face. You know the way I they have a gaunt, kind of gaunt-looking yeah. peanut yeah. face. Yeah, peanut yeah, face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> peanut <laughs> face. I wouldn't say it to
2: any of my patients, but peanut face or men, <laughs> and because yeah, uh, you don't want to feminise them, so you're yeah. So yeah.
1: It, the one I use was developed for men. Oh, not sorry, not for men. It was developed um, in the early eighties. You know, during mm. the HIV, HIV. pandemic, mm. when the the, the 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 medications that were used to treat HIV had a very stigmatising um look mm-hmm. the hollowed in look of the face and that's why sculptro was devised it's a really natural way of 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 um, the face but you look like yourself and that's what i use a lot of myself um and then um for other areas you know voluma is another hero product that i'm sure anyone who gets photos knows of as well um, it's great when people start to 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 see these li- the lines on the side of their from their nose down to their mouth, the jowls here too. It, it's because, as Nikki said, they've lost their their cheekbone density, some of their jawbone density. The fat pods are moving or disappearing, and the face just all slides down and in. Mm. And so many people come into me and Don't say, "Don't so I sad, Claire. <laughs>
0: no, we're She's scared, not real. sad. It's you, scared." You look great. You look great.
1: But what, but as so so what we're trying to do is not fill in the lines and holes. what you'll see it happen in a lot of the commercial clinics is women go in and they say I don't like this line and that line and they'll get filled in and yes you don't see the line as much but your overall face doesn't look so b- better it changes the, the shape t- of your face yeah. doesn't it uh, uh, is it meant bad? to No, bad. Well, no, sorry, sometimes sometimes like you're you f- meant to bring it back to what it was, it was yeah. so you so should so
0: look like yourself you yeah. want to yeah.
1: restore yeah. the face a slightly what, more what's a happening instead yeah. yeah. is a lot of as I said before line chasing so people say to the whoever's injecting them I don't like this line injected in actually that this line is only a side effect of everything else falling down um and then you you give them this muzzle look and that weird filler filler look that you're talking about mm, yeah the, was, the brain says something isn't right about this person she said work done what you want to do is restore where it came from and and that's why where we use myself and we use the, the vast majority of our fillers is to pull it back up here mm. it's so subtle and people can't get over. So you the just difference. look great. You don't you look. Great, um, yeah. Done. Think, yeah. Yeah. People, you Yeah. And it's you know, your, s- your hair, your skin looks more glowy as well because
2: you're, you know, the light is reflecting better. Just, yeah.
1: You know, so it does makes a big difference. Um, so know. it's not a scary option, and it
0: shouldn't make you no, look. No, but in, l- in the right hands, that's but the you thing. It's to important. You know,
2: it's it's very the problem is with regulation here in Ireland. I mean, so regulated in the states where you are, and really, what there's about eight fillers in in the states. Like they have to be FDA approved, whereas. Here in Europe, once it has like a CE mark, there could be hundred and something fillers, and you don't know where it's coming from. You're buying it off the internet. You know, so you I was really have ask to trust about your practitioner. So here in Ireland, who is allowed inject this stuff?
0: Botox filler Whatever
1: So, so Botox Is, is, ve- is considered um, A medicine And that's mm. why there, There's such regulation Around mm. advertising Marketing You can't mm. market any yeah. um, okay. Medicine in Ireland Any mm. prescription medicine So only
0: a medical person Can administer Botox So, so just dentist, a doctor Or a dentist. Doctors, yeah.
1: Nurse N- no, 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 no 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 nurses So doctors yeah. and dentists only um, When it comes to filler there's no regulation. Anyone yeah. can pick a bird. Why? Okay. Because it's because it's not a medicine. Device. It's a
2: medical device. It's considered
1: yeah. a device. Mm-hmm. So it's a legal leap, loophole more than anything else. Claire, and and it shouldn't be because actually, if something goes wrong with filler, so say if I injected a hyaluronic acid filler, which is the vast majority of what's on the market, um, and even you know, in expert hands, everyone's anatomy is different, mm-hmm. an artery mm-hmm. can course through yeah. the wrong place. If somebody injected it into an artery and clogged off that artery it causes death of that whole area of tissue. Like, as in, you know... Lose a nose, lose... Irreversible, you know, scarred, death of tissue... Or occasionally,
0: very occasionally, blindness. So you could go and get filler, because I mean, I know young girls who go to pay, pay, basically in their kitchens to mm-hmm. get filler, yeah. and we'll talk about maybe lip filler in a second. And mostly that's what they're getting. But they could ultimately, if they could that lose person, half their lip. yeah, they, they could lose half their lip. But the most important, and can you thing, fix that then? Well,
2: you can, but only it's a the, it's a medicine, so to speak, to fix it. So only doctors or dentists can then use the reversal agent to fix it. But the most important are their unfixable mistakes that can happen. Well, um, if you don't pick up on it soon enough, so that's, that's the, okay. the problem. Yeah, once the
1: tissue is dead, it's dead. Yeah, um, and it's all about so. So say that happened, and luckily it's never happened to me in my career or anyone in here Mm -hmm. at all, actually, in the Institute, Mm -hmm. um, ever, but... If that happened, and it could, um, we just take. We, we have a, a drawer, you know, right beside us always that we take out that injection, and which is a prescription, so only we are allowed to use it. But you know, it. if you got it wrong anyway, you would yeah. know if it, if if well, a the more happened, exactly, know, the more
2: experienced practitioner, you know, knows the, the subtle signs. Okay, you know. so, yeah, exactly. So
1: you have um, to be. We'd fix it straight away. We'd mm-hmm. re- reopen the artery, and there wouldn't be death of tissue. What, what's happened, especially in. You know, when you talk about the kitchens, like it actually—I mean, I know It actually, who makes, do that, it actually yeah. makes my skin like whoa. Um, but that—that that does happen, and it's—you uh, know—it's—it's—it's it's, it's vulnerable young girls uh, for the most part. That—that um, that beautician cannot have hyaluronidase. She's not allowed to have it by by, hmm. by law. Um, only a doctor or, or dentist can administer it. So, um, or or a, um, a registered nurse who can prescribe. Um, so these girls end up in, in A&E in yeah. like in an emergency mm-hmm. room um, without you know without the, the skills either there to, to be able to do it but at that stage irreversible damage has been done they're, they're working hard in the UK to try and regulate it more mm-hmm. but the problem is it isn't a medicine so there is no regulator of it mm-hmm. you know you can't have the hate for and or a like apart is. from
0: the horror stories um, that that sounds like it could be if it goes wrong, like ultimately, you don't want someone who doesn't know what they're doing putting that stuff in your face Especially because then you are going to get the sure, I'll just fill that line, I'll just throw a bit in there, I'll throw because it's not going to get you the look that you probably want. It, it, it all depends on expertise, exactly. Okay. So, and, and
1: it, it, it baffles me sometimes because I have so many people who come to me from other places, they went and got something in another place. Hate it, or there's some sort of problem, and, and and then they come in to me to to get a fix, to get it dissolved Why out. Why do just come to a professional I first? And, and, I know, but they all come. and They're so embarrassed. They they're like, you know, I should, you know, I I knew I shouldn't have gone there or whatever else, and they're 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 embarrassed. A lot of the time, they haven't even gone back to the place that did the, the, that did whatever they did because they knew, they knew they shouldn't have really been there in the first place yeah. and they definitely didn't want them correcting the mistake. Mm. But I see a lot of that. Um, and it's your face in the end of the day, mm. you know, and um, especially when it comes to those very serious complications. You know, you mightn't like what you look. Uh, you know, you mightn't get the effect that y- you want, but that's a lot less serious than... Losing, a, like, your vision or a or, lip. Or, or your, your lip, nose. Or having yeah. a horrible scar down your face. So, um... And, and and the people it happens to are younger girls who can't afford to go to to, to the right places. I mm-hmm. think, and the, I even hear these two for one,
0: you know, bring a friend type get deals. A third, t- I marry yeah. for free sort of job. That kind yeah, of yeah. yeah. Um. And so we did. I mentioned their lip filler, and I think with the young girls and we've spoken about them a little bit. That is the um the most common filler for them to get. Mm-hmm. Um, like who should like I wouldn't. Ne- I'd always think my lips are too thin to get lip filler because you really need bigger lips to get filler and then if you've thinner lips you might want bigger ones but you know, like what's the story with lip filler? Who should get it? Who shouldn't? Is there an age you should start? Um, Is there expertise required in getting that right as well?
1: (laughs) There's definitely expertise and it's understanding the aesthetics of the beautiful lip or, or... the perfect lip, and I'm not saying people need to be perfect at all. But g- knowing the right ratios, knowing the areas that the lip is meant to to to, to be more projected and not, you know, not, not the tube lips you see yeah, walking the around tire. the place and yeah. everything yeah. else. Trout um, pouch that we all yeah, remember yeah. from ten years you know, ago. The ideal day. ratio is one to one point three. You you know, so many people come into me and they say my um, my top lip is too thin, but I like my bottom lip. But actually, your, your top lip is meant to be thinner. Now, if mm-hmm. it's not at that, well, then sometimes that's the case. The funny thing, Claire, and I think it's more where we are. I don't think I've ever had anyone come in and ask for the big lips. Ever. Um, And, you
0: know, know. Do you ever turn people down for lip filler because it won't suit their face?
1: Very occasionally, yes. Um, most of the time, though, it's people who've already had lip filler and have that yeah, awful shiny so. look. There, there's a look, uh, the clarity and it's not even... The, their, lip, their Lip filler has been gone for four years. They said that they used to get it, their lips were far too big. Um, they stopped getting it done, but now they want a little bit. But they, it's whatever the little bit of hyaluronic acid... Sorry, not the little bit, the big bits of hyaluronic Slect. acid over mm. and over. They used to get them topped up every six months or whatnot. It has caused this almost buildup of collagen under the skin. And they have this shininess... to to their top lip, you know, a poofy look that I think will be with them forever and I mm. will not touch that lip
2: yeah. they're you losing know, that natural shape with they, your Cupid's they, bow it's just like you know they have this, this yeah. Yeah. The mm-hmm. blunting
1: and, and the lip filler is long since gone it's like they, they've had this sort of residual effect because of what the, too much. the trauma yeah. trauma trauma to the lip caused its own collagen to be laid down so they're the girls I will say no to usually what, what I inject is is women our lips begin to atrophy from our 20s on so when I say atrophy I mean shrivel it's <laughs> <laughs> too much shriveling and fat. I know it's too much, it's too much <laughs> for Claire. Claire's going to need a drink after this podcast. Um, uh, but, uh, so y- your lips do shrivel. And it's when you start seeing the little tiny crinkle wrinkles in them. And all I- I'm hoping for my patients to restore, and this is often women in their 50s or 60s, is getting back to what their lips were. Not giving bigger lips No one gets it more wrong Than with lip filler There's two fillers That I I find myself Dissolving a lot From other um, practitioners As in Someone's gone to One of, one of these commercial clinics They come in They say Oh my god I hate this I've had it done It's nearly always lips or tear trough fillers, you know, when, when people get under their eyes, the the for, trough like, the under the their eyes filled. Um, now and I, you th- could you two do that for people? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, and I love it. it. It's such um, a, a, you know, a restful look as well. I oh yeah, it makes a huge difference. To the people who really have change those your face teeth for troughs. some people. It yeah. really can yeah. make a, a huge yeah. change, yeah. but it has to be so subtle, and it always has to be underfilled because all of us have a natural depression here. So you have people come in, come in, and they look like Miss Piggy, and and like oh, look awful, um, and it's nearly always lips. And and tear troughs, um. So it's you really have to go to somebody who's 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 um conservative and subtle and understands what the the natural, and aesthetically beautiful look is, um. And that is
0: never overfilling. So apart from the horror stories and the people, you shouldn't go to um about how much are you looking at paying a filler, or does that completely depend on what you're getting, and does it hurt to get?
2: Completely it depends how much. how much And that's the thing Where you're taking people On a journey, journey Yeah. Um, so it's not that you just Come in again once And do something So I suppose you you're looking you're talking with them with the consultation as to what area I suppose bothers them the most and then you build on it. Okay. Uh, you know so somebody might come in and say it's just my lower jaw or somebody says I've lost my cheek volume and you probably just start with that one area um, and see how they like it and then the next time they come in you're working on the next area. So it is a journey and you, and they will be coming for years. So they you know they're nearly friends as well as patients. They are, you know no, kind of you do like, you, yeah. you become friends
1: with your patients over the years because you a lot of them you see every 3 months. Mm-hmm. You know. And, and as you
2: get old like it doesn't last for as long as as you get older because as we said you you know, perimenopause in your collagen just you fall off the edge of a cliff. So you may need another bit. But, But
1: often what happens when my patients come to me the first time and they have their initial, you know, cosmetic consults, they'll come in talking about... Maybe their tear troughs or their or their little lips Mm -hmm. or whatever else, and I'll always talk talk them through their whole face. And there's often things that they haven't noticed or they don't realize. You know, they've focused on something that that really isn't making them. You know, maybe it's their crow's feet, but you know, their crow's feet aren't you know don't. Mm -hmm. There's another
0: fix to what they thought, but that will actually make them much happier. Mm -hmm. Okay,
1: and and they may end up not getting what they came in in the first. you know, and I've never had anyone. People are always so grateful for you telling them not to do what you don't think they should do. Um, and you know, pointing these things out to them, like, and, and and of course, we always have you know before photos or whatnot. But um, we, I think, it, when you go to to certain clinics, you go in and you say, "I want this done, or I want this done." Actually, a good practitioner um, should sit down and talk through everything and what maybe your 10 year plan is because it, it is a journey um, and nobody can afford to have everything done at no. the same time. We're all working hard for our... Paying mortgages y- yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. bills and yeah. And, yeah. And, and you know so things have to be done in, in a cost effective way and in, in and have a strategy so that you're probably addressing the thing that's going to make the most difference mm. first and then add and, and have a plan the way you're going to do things have a skincare plan you know maybe if, they're, if they've got lots of broken veins they're getting an IPL as mm. well but that's Built into, they mightn't do the the next thing for another two years. Yeah, but that Mm -hmm. they know Mm -hmm. everything that they can do, um, and that they have all the time that they want to do it in. Um, But it's not like I
2: kind of look at the Kardashians as a family and how they've all changed so much from different people and like. I can only imagine how much they spend with their dermatologists because they have changed so much. And but they're you probably know.
0: half the reason for the big bums and the big lips movement. That's yeah, where that know, came and from. And that they're posting every day and they're the on every television channel. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. Um, I think there was a picture of Kylie Jenner the other day of like her before a few years she's ago versus now. And and she's and beautiful. Like the difference is like she's unrecognisable. And actually, to herself, I'd imagine as well. Yeah, she was. Herself, was, I'd was I'd well. Yeah. She was, well. yeah, yeah.
1: I think that's where it all sort of took off as well. Do they hurt getting fillers? Well, we, we and Botox,
2: does it hurt? Bo- it's a Botox tiny it needle. A sh- like, yeah. sharp needle. I yeah. think
1: people love that needle so much after a while.
2: That <laughs> yeah. they, they forget about it. They the don't base. feel it yeah. anymore. Yeah. But it's it's a tiny needle. It's not like it's, it's the size of a needle that you'd be drawing your blood with normally. It's a small needle. So it's like a little sting. A, little break. a sting, yeah.
1: But with Botox, it takes about two minutes. Fillers here, not everyone, but here we, we give the pa- um, a patients, um, we get them to use topical numbing cream yeah. for an hour beforehand. So they feel very little with it. It's
2: more of a pressure than a pain. You yeah. know, and to and
0: to so that they've less reaction when you're doing the work you're doing they people, feel more relaxed you don't want people jumping of, and moving exactly. when are trying it
2: because you have to position it in the one place but, but if so.
0: somebody wants a bit of numbing cream for Botox that would be fine too no I don't know but you but don't, no. don't. No. No. oh because you want them to have their movement
1: no it's not that um, no because you still have movement with numbing cream it just takes away the sensation no there's been studies that show that ice um, after Botox or um, local anesthetic beforehand can, can, can mitigate the effect yeah. of it a little bit just because the uh, the local diffusion of okay. the, the Botox so mm-hmm. I don't allow it for that but yeah, absolutely for the fillers. Um, and, the, uh, you know, here, um, I- I'll never do more than three vials of filler at a time. Um, there's some place you know people have come in to me before and they've had eight files into their face in one sitting you know which is a recipe for disaster so I I think
0: it's always better to do things you're building on and and you're building a platform and actually that's a good question to
1: put to you
0: guys other than the people who have come in and there's anything irreversible done if someone comes for Botox and it is a bit too frozen or like I don't know anyone who started using it and not Re- continued. But for Botox or fillers, like for everybody, if you don't like them, they will fade. Yeah, well, so Botox
2: wears off after three to four so months. So if you and go for it, you no don't like it. No damage is done, but as Katrina was talking earlier, if you kept doing your lips every you know, six months, you can get long-term changes. But if you don't like it, your filler will just Yes, yeah, so if you've time, had people come in, which yeah. I
0: doubt you have, but if you have people if you have come in and they go for filler, something yeah. and then they don't I, keep I've going. i had one
1: patient um, who wanted her fillers to f- dissolved um, once. It was a good few years ago. Um, and and the, we can just dissolve them in one go. And actually, she agreed. She looked great. She just I don't know what it she was. She couldn't get her, her head around the. London. I don't know. She no. She she thought she looked fantastic. It was it was an odd thing. And she was a lovely girl. Um. And um we just dissolved them. And they're, then they're yeah. gone instantly. Yeah. So oh, sorry not instantly over, over the space of a, you know, a week or two, mm-hmm. but um there is an antidote. That's it's the antidote that is the prescription medicine that the mm-hmm. if if something highly yeah. Yeah. High yeah. 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 by the same token you can you use can that dissolve. to dissolve. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's dissolvable. Sculptra, the one I use on my, on myself, mm-hmm. is not dissolvable. Yeah. And that's probably why um fewer I, I think this maybe I'm I think I think I'm one or of... One of one or one of two, and people who injected mm-hmm. it in this, you know, in um in in Ireland, and you know it's not injected as much anymore, um but it's a, a huge it's it's a nearly every dermatologist in the states injects it.
2: Okay, it's very different.
0: But any if you if you were concerned about the looks, mostly they can be reversed if you need yeah. them to, even yeah. though nearly no one ever does that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: and there's no such thing as a permanent filler anymore. You know, I think again, um some of the uh, the neg- negative connotations of oh, like lip- fillers like Leslie like Ash was, like, was yes like, that's yeah. who I was thinking yeah. that was Silico. who Troutpot yeah. was named after she was the yeah. woman in
0: men behaving badly that's yeah. years ago yeah. and oh we God, still that have that fifteen
1: twenty years maybe yeah. more, and right? I think yeah. every man has that yeah yeah yes. well, if they hear of there mm. there's so many women who arrive in and they and they say if they're if my husband finds yes, out yes, I'm getting, here he'd murder me and it's because so many men think of that yeah absolutely yeah but so nothing is sorry nothing that's currently on the market here. Um, is a Permanent Permanent, permanent fix, yeah. um, And even Sculptor Which you can't You know um, dissolve dissolve, on the, d- dissolve, You can't yeah. dissolve um, The duration of action Of that is is about um, 18 months to 2 years Okay um, so,
0: But it, lo- it does last quite
1: but long But it's subtle It's yeah. subtle as well So yeah. it's not
2: that you would be Plumped with it It's not a plumping filler So So no filler lasts in. a lot longer Than Botox
1: Filler So Voluma will last Between 18 months yeah. And 24 For as The well. lips
2: less You're using lips more Lips is about 9 to 12 months yeah. Or
1: less when you're using mm. The sort of cheaper products mm. um,
0: You know that's why A lot of people have to go back Every 6 months for them mm. um, And I think they
2: are But the it's, longer
1: it's really a longer fix Really than yeah.
0: something like mm. An anti-wrinkle injection yeah, Absolutely There's loads more in that Than I even realised As a Botox user Um, But I think Maybe for the next episode Would we talk about The options and tweakments That are available For people who don't want to inject themselves with anything
1: yeah absolutely oh, yeah. and there's so there's so many of these patients um you know patients who are just um when i say they want to go the, the natural route they, they they don't want anything injected into them they want to take a more natural approach just more tightening or improving the color of their skin and uh, you know and and um addressing underneath the eyes a yeah b- big deal big area. um prp is a big favorite of our of our patients who want to go the more natural route as well so there, there are so many options out there claire um there so really we'll, we'll
0: talk again because at the beginning again nikki really enticed me with her there's so many things you can fix the area with so we'll talk about them in another episode the non-injectable treatments yeah. great stuff thanks ladies Thank you. Thank you. thanks thanks for listening to the dermatology sos podcast we really hope you enjoyed it you can find us on instagram and online at institute of see you soon